going on? And welcome back to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. 250 episodes in, and we still feeling awesome. I'm J5 here with Meals. It's, they are starting <laughs> in the background. Wait, what happens in the background? What's going on in the background? I was honking. I heard honking. Oh, that was, that was our guest. Oh, man. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. That might be me. That might be me. So I'm recording in a very different fashion. It's been 251 episodes, and this is the first time I'm ever recording in this way. Um, I'm recording in my bed. This is a very strange feeling. Wow. <laughs> I know. It's very intimate right now. I feel like I'm talking on the phone right now, but I'm recording in my bed because um it's very very hot in new york city very very hot dangerously hot it's like this heat wave has been killing us over the last number of days um so i didn't want to park myself where i usually record is right next to an air conditioner and actually in episode 250 you can kind of see myself from time to time wiping my brow because i'm sweating like hell because the ac isn't on um and there's a light shining right in my face uh so I decided, okay, my bed is not close to the air conditioner. Maybe I can kind of like finagle it, have a fan on while I do this so I don't just pass out in the middle of recording and you don't hear a good like thud and then I'm out and you're just like, meals, meals, episode. Um, so I'm here this week. It's incredibly hot in New York City. Um, how is it by you, Justin? Um, it's pretty hot. It's like 92 degrees out here but and imagine doing that and i'm trying to move to like the valley so like where i'm living at now it's like 10 degrees cooler than it is in the valley like yeah I don't, well you know what it pays the cost to be the boss you know what i'm saying that's what i'll <laughs> that's what i'll say that's what i'll say about that uh First things, for, well, first thing before we get into, because we do have a special guest on the episode that I want to get into. But first things first, I want to thank everybody for showing up to our A Show 250 live stream. Um, whether you watch on Twitter for whatever reason or you watch on YouTube proper, um, thank you for showing up. Thank you for, you know, dropping everything. We got the people. Justin, I'm going to send you the list of the people who we essentially got to send shirts to. I have the list of people I got to send shirts to. The only thing is now I need to get the address, but I'll figure that out. I know these people, so I'll, I'll, I'll hit them up and uh, make sure that they get their merch. But thank you, guys. Um, we would very also appreciate if you subscribe to the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel is going to be something where when we have video, we'll put it up. Um, we have classic segments putting up this week. I think I put up one. Oh, so I put up the segment of Roman Reigns' return. Um. From 2020. So that is up. So you can go listen to our first kind of uh, responses as we're two years later in this man's run of his return. And and I spliced in our reaction to him winning the Universal Championship and all the other jazz. Um, that, that episode, we were so fucking excited when Roman came back. I listened bruh, to that <laughs> Bruh. Later, I cut this part out, but uh, later we're talking about, like, okay, who is he going to face for WrestleMania? And I'm, like, talking, like, oh, Keith Lee. Definitely Roman Reigns versus Keith Lee at WrestleMania. And I'm just, like, in my brain, I'm, like, why the why did I even say that? Uh, But, and then later this week, although Justin isn't on it, we do have uh, another freshly newly married gentleman, Jeff J. Shout out, congratulations to Jeff J. on his marriage. Um got married over the weekend we're 
I'm doing the one year anniversary of CM Punk debuting. So we'll have that clip up on the YouTube as well. So make sure you tune into that. Um, thank you guys. You were not on the show. I think after SummerSlam, we swapped off weeks. So you missed the 22nd week, and then you came back the following week with um, with Trevor to talk about Nia Jackson, Charlotte throwing oh, hands. Yeah. <laughs> Elite. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you guys subscribe to it and subscribe to it. Oh. One more announcement. So the the merch. If you're listening to this, if you can hear the sound of my voice, the pre-order for the merch will end on Sunday. That is Sunday, August. Let me make sure the date. August 14th. So Sunday, the pre-orders will close. So I can go batch up everything, order everything, and then ship them all out. So if you have not gotten yourself a piece of the A-Show Revenge Tour merch, please do that. Please, please, please do that. You're running out of time. Is what I'm saying. Um, all right, that's all the announcements that I got. You want to get into our guest? Yeah, <laughs> the, our guest today is someone that I hold a lot of a, a lot of reverence for. I, I think he's, you know, just a fucking supernova. You know what I mean? One of my, my favorite, favorite new Discord members, uh, easily. But here's my thing. Here's my thing with our Discord members. I love all of you motherfuckers. I got a new favorite every week. So don't think that that's the case. That You know what I'm saying? But but this person is you definitely... think of it for me. I, I'm, <laughs> I will say it for sure. I wrote it on his thing. But go on. <laughs> but he's someone that, you know, I don't even know. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm just glad you're on the show. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Brian Bosa, what's up, man? Legs and hips and Bobby, Bobby, what's up? Hi. Oh, my God, this is great. I love that introduction. I didn't like being thrown under the bus within the last first minute, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm glad. I'm shocked that you stayed silent. The whole I, I have been holding my mouth this whole time. I've been crying, like, <laughs> laughing this whole time. But, yeah. Yeah. I thought Wait. I was straight line and said, mm, let me keep it. This motherfucker, this nigga. Yep, yep, yep. In my head. Mm-hmm. That's our guest. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm glad that you're here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's, it's so glad to be here. So glad to be on the show. I love this show. I love it. I love it. I love it. How did you how did you find us? So so okay. So around 2019-ish, I've always been on Twitter, like stand Twitter-ish. Uh, you know, I've always been, but mainly music. And like pop culture, but at some point I was like, "Where are wrestling funny people at?" Like no one, no one <laughs> on wrestling Twitter is like funny. Everyone's just official news reports. It's like where the where the funny people at? <laughs> and, and around that time, I started seeing a lot of like, especially black wrestling accounts. Uh, uh, especially sometime towards the pandemic, I want to say, uh, y'all tweets started coming up on my TL. Uh, especially you, uh, Johnny Five, like your tweets, I'd be like, wait a minute, this guy's kind of smart. <laughs> Let me start getting into his tweets because I was like, he may be on to something. And then Mills, you'll be right behind him. Like, wait a minute, he's also talking good stuff. I was like, mm, this is where I need to be. This is the community I need to be. And then sometime last year is when I, because mm, no, because I knew y'all had the podcast, but I never like had time to actually tap in. But but sometime earlier this year, I was like, let me let me get into these podcasts. And ever since, it's been weekly. Let me t- I even like listen go go back and listen to some old episodes on board. Like I just want to hear y'all's opinions on stuff, y'all's y'all's ideas, y'all's thoughts. Because like I said, some smart thoughts 
be going on in y'all heads. I'm like, yes, I agree. And I just fall in line. And that's how it's been since. No, you don't you don't fall in line. I think you got one of the most kind of dynamic opinions of anybody. And you yeah. <laughs> <He> start laughing. <laughs> yeah, cause like I cause like I'm very opinionated. I like I know what I like. I know what I like. And I know other people don't like. I'm like, uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> that's cool. You're like, like I like I'm okay with disagreeing and I'm also okay with agreeing, but mostly this, I'm going to like what I like. <laughs> and that's all I stand in. That's all I stand Yo, in. Yo, Bribo, so what, what standum do you represent currently? Oh no, please. I see we was, we was doing so good. <laughs> oh no, I can talk. I can talk. Um, okay. So uh, as I'm known in the discord, I'm known as the crew head, but I don't, re- I don't represent those people. Like I said, I like Sasha. I like her. I do not mess with those people. Uh, but yeah, Roman always, he's always been one of my face. Always. Even, even the shield is, I'm, mm, he got that dog and yep, I stuck beside him and look where we at. It feels good. <laughs> uh, Bianca, love her. Them, them three, my big three right now, forever okay. and always, forever and always. Okay. Uh, uh, some phase on that other show. Um, you know, I love me some Jade. That's, that. that's, I love me some Jade and Hook. That's it. That's it. All right, listen. Ain't mad at that. Ain't mad at that. Listen, we support Jade on this episode, this podcast too. We just don't know if the the her comp, the company that she keeps. And don't and don't. I don't recognize the company. I don't. I recognize them. When people be like, support the wrestlers, not the company. I'm like, I agree. Just in them case, mm-hmm. I will. I will. <sighs> well, I'm glad. Listen, I'm glad you're on this episode. First of all, you're a Hall of Fame patron, so thank you. You you clearly wanted to. You were like, I have thoughts, and I want to parachute down into this episode and get some thoughts off my brain. So this is definitely the place that you can do it. Um, we got so much stuff to talk about this week. Considering mm-hmm. this is week, are we? Is this week two, week one of Triple H's true run, or what are we counting this as? It's, it's week two. Yeah, complete week two. Yeah, yeah, it's it's week two. I think that. You know, my my thing with this um, is that I feel as though a lot of people are, like, getting really antsy. And it's not just, like, in social media. It's just, like, everywhere. Everyone's really antsy, like, oh, my God, is he going to, what's he going to do? Like, it's it's like, a, it's excitement, but it kind of, it devolves into, like, just lunacy, where it's, like, and we'll talk about this when we talk about SmackDown, obviously, and we'll talk about when we talk about Raw uh, as well, but it's, like, people are not, like, letting things just happen exist yeah. <laughs> sure and i don't know i i i it, it's getting kind of crazy every time i turn around it's just like do y'all think triple h is gonna do y'all think triple h is, i'm like i don't know <laughs> you might or might not <laughs> i don't know especially to be honest with you especially doesn't help that people also have, like have a past to like talk about like his his running on NXT and running that people are always talking, comparing it to that, bringing that. I'm like, y'all, just let the product happen. Let let just breathe. That's what I just I just just exist with what's happening. Don't think too. Don't bring up the old. Don't just think about what's going forward. That'd be the most frustrating part. Don't bring up black and gold. <laughs> I will say this, and and we'll talk about this a little later as well. The pacing is just, yeah. <laughs> I take the pacing of these shows. Yeah, everything folds together a little too well. I'm like, oh yeah, this, like, like these three hours uh, haven't been completely been like feeling like three hours. Like they, they are, but I'm like, mm, it, it is ten o'clock. Okay, 
One more hour left. It's, it's I used like to tap a- out, yeah. yeah. No, nah, I used to tap out, and then uh, I haven't been over the last number of weeks. Everything has been worth watching, even the small stuff. Um, boom. You know what we should do since we're on the topic of Triple H? Mm. I have a Patreon question. Oh, wow. That I sent out to the masses. So maybe we need to hop on Patreon right now oh wow uh bry is going to uh the patreon zone for the first time it's gonna be crazy yes 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 so we're gonna hop on patreon we'll be right back with uh if you're not on patreon we'll be back with no holes bar but if you're on patreon get ready for the ride yeah and we also got this weekend wrestling so walk through this tunnel real quick uh bry uh don't worry about the gun just walk through oh okay All right, all right, Patreon, you missed a you missed a classic. <laughs> you really did miss a classic. Tensai. <laughs> crazy. It was it was twenty nine minutes of just us talking about Lord Tensai. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> I actually missed one. I actually missed one. I I missed it. I missed it. I missed the show on this day of wrestling. I'm gonna actually give it a, give this one away for free. Ooh, all right, all is. right. Let's see. Let's see what's going on. Let's see what the locals do. Now, Brian, you know I've been I've been nudging meals ever so slightly for the last okay. couple of weeks on this, right? Okay. Oh, you on some WCW shit? God damn! All right. Well, let's see what's going on here. Who, who's a, who's facing a rubber chicken? What's going on? <laughs> oh, Saturday, August eighth, WCW Road Wild. Oh, I'm what, year is it? what year is this? Ninety-eight. Just imagine all of the slurs that were that were flung at the barbarian or and Ming who had a match on this show. Mm, what's, the, uh, what's the equivalent of Sturgis in 2022, by the way? Uh the whole anything below the Bible belt. Okay. <laughs> you had Psychosis versus Mary Mary Mysterio Jr. <laughs> okay. Yum. I'm sure they yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Yum. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure they got out of there fairly quickly. Uh, also had the Outsiders uh, and an in, NWO Invitational Battle Royal uh, between the, the heavyweight champion Goldberg, Scott Hall, Scott Norton, the giant Scott, uh, the giant uh, Scott Henning, Conan, Lex Luger, Kevin Nash, and Sting. That's a lot of names. You just that, that about it, was a, it was a battle royal, and Goldberg won. <laughs> Uh, really long show. Main events it uh, with De- Diamond Dallas Page and Jay Leno versus Hollywood Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff. <laughs> right? Have you ever seen that? No, I I don't know any past before I started watching. I don't pay attention. I go forward, look forward. I feel you. I feel you. Look I'm forward. not. I'm not even gonna cap to you. I feel mm-hmm. like me and Cyrus need to watch one of these shows. Y'all got that? Mm-hmm. Better you, better, better him than me. I tell I you that. I feel like Meals needs to be on the show with us. What do y'all say out there? Uh, I'm currently in the pre-planning phases of my own throwback show. That ain't no problem. The Draft Diaries. The Draft Diary. Listen, man. Listen. The Draft Diaries. You guys are in for a treat. I've been doing a lot of research, a lot of research for the whatever happened in 2002, which is like, damn. How old were you in 2002, bro? Right. I had just popped out. Wow. Get the fuck out. All right. I had just popped out. All right. We're going to get into No Holds Barred. 
Can we please, Awuga. Can we please boot, uh, bro? He said Awuga to it, bro. <laughs> so we're gonna start off. We're gonna start off big here. Uh, John Laurinaitis has been quietly let go by the WWE. Mike Johnson of PW, uh, PW Insider reported that. Uh, he he was a head of talent relations from 2004 to 2012. Had a second stint uh, that started just last year. Obviously, Johnny Ace and uh, Vince McMahon were the, were the first two implicated in the issues going on with Vince McMahon that led him to to retire from the company. And uh, we pretty much assumed that he was going to be the first shoe to drop. Um, I'm not surprised that they didn't announce this more heavily, but with Triple H back in the position, uh, I, there was no he was redundant. There was no use for him to be there. Uh, it was just a matter of time before he was let go, and I mean he's gone now. What, what do you think about it, Mills? Um, they if I know how these corporate companies get down, they probably gave him some nice money, <laughs> nonetheless, for as much as he worked, and probably told them like, "Listen, you can't work here no more. Here's what we're gonna pay. You. Here's what we're gonna pay you for the rest of the year or your rest of your contract or whatever the hell it is, and just go." Just go. I'm sure that's exactly what happened. Um, I feel no way about John Laurinaitis. I never really had to interact with him outside of people power. Um, power. But considering he was in this thing and got himself wrapped up in the, in this, um, and considering all the jokes that Bruce Pritchard makes about him on the show and kind of how it ended up being like very real, um, couldn't it happen to a better guy? <laughs> what what about you, bro? Like Mio said, I have no I have no opinion. Like, especially when towards when everything was coming out and and when they were kind of basically throwing him under the bus on a lot, and that's how the story was pointed out. I was like, dang, it's only a matter of time. And then the silently just happened, it came across TL. I said, This happened. Now we move. <laughs> exactly. Like, hey, it's like, hey, like like I said, only thing I know about that man was his on screen presence and Hey, as long hey, people aren't getting called by him about their releases no more. So that's 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 good for them. Yeah, you don't want to hear that. You don't hear that voice over the phone. That so we just move. Yeah, talent. Talent reportedly hated dealing with him. Uh, He was always kind of the the stooge around everything, according to what I mean. Pritchard has said it. Pretty much everyone has said it. Um, but yeah, Vincent, the, the Vince era seems to be ending in kind. And, you know, we're seeing on so many levels that things are actually kind of changing before our eyes in terms of WWE. And, and with him being gone, that's kind of one of the, the last bastions of that old era. Um, obviously, Kevin Dunn's still there. I don't I think that Dunn stays on for as long as he wants to. I can't. But one thing I will say, I can't imagine he'll stay on for that much longer with, with his two biggest advocates being gone. I can't see him staying that much longer. I, I give him the end of the year. Uh, maybe not end of the year, but but not, not too much past 2023. Yeah, at that. I, yeah, I he's probably going to dip. Yeah. 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 On his own. Yeah, I, I just can't see. Like, there's there's nobody there. You know, it's a, it's a younger... It's Literally, even though, like, Triple H and, and Steph aren't, like, young, just in terms of the people in power, it is a way younger, you know, community right. there now compared, right. compared to what it was two years ago. So... Yeah, it, it's it's going to be interesting to see how that goes forward. AEW video game news. Yeah. Yep. A trailer released a, last week. Sure. Yes. Uh, did, did you guys see that? Yeah. I yep. didn't. I'm not a video game guy, but 
I listened to the war report and it sounded terrible. <laughs> um, there's a lot of news coming out, a lot of leaks that are potentially coming out about the game. A lot of people saying that it's possibly coming out in September. Trailer came out. It's gotten a mixed to positive reaction, if if I have to say so myself. Um, obviously, people are ragging on the graphics, but saying, "Well, long as the gameplay is good on a game that no one has ever played." Uh, <laughs> crazy. It's crazy how the the, the flip flop is crazy. <laughs> I'm interested in seeing the reaction. Obviously, like I I'll, I'll reserve my opinions publicly. I, I I hope that it succeeds on the on for the basic fact that we need more than one wrestling game out there right now. You can't you can't have a 2K NBA 2K situation where there's only one there's only one show in town. There needs to be more you don't like, you don't like Fire Pro Wrestling? What's wrong with that? I never got into it, man. I never got into it cuz you know what? Graphics kind of matter to me. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> nah, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> Graphics definitely matter to me. So, you know, I don't know about y'all, but I need my games to look kind of not like um not like Fire Pro does, but I can appreciate the level of design people put into the game. Um, there's been a lot of rumors, scuttlebutt stuff that's been circulated about the game. No one knows if it's true. No one even knows when it's going to come out. Um, but I do have some WW2K news. Uh, 2K22 was named as a big contributor to Take Two Interactive. That's the uh, publisher of the game. Uh, they're they're one billion dollar fiscal quarter. It was a big big hit. So in the time period from March 30th to June 30th. Uh, they said that uh, it was a it was a contributor to their forty one percent increase in net bookings. That means uh, the the basically the um, rough amount of money that they made over that quarter, um, and it's it's been a game that's gotten a lot of support. Um, it's it's, it's I still see people enjoying it. I haven't heard a I haven't heard a bad thing about it. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I haven't heard a bad thing about the game since it came out. It's too good. That's a fun game. That's a fun experience. Like like especially like they in from the to like the. Fiasco that is 2K20. They needed this, and as and as we've seen, like they've proven, like it, it was necessary. Like, this is everyone, like you said, nothing negative, nothing positive, nothing like it's a, it's a fun experience from everyone who talks about it, anyone who plays it, just and even from casual video game fans, like video game players, just in general, it's a fun experience. Like this is a great success for them. Nothing more, nothing less. Absolutely. I mean, shout out to Cornell and that team over there in 2K. They they really did the yeah. damn thing. <laughs> and and you know they're waiting for the for the next thing and if Cornell asks you if you play 2k don't play 2k with them uh-huh. don't oh <laughs> I'll be seeing I'll be seeing them asking this where I'll be like do I want to do I want to say yes now that turn my phone off Mm-mm. yeah no I, I want to have fun Mm-mm. ignore that nigga <laughs> I, I don't want to go to no boot camp this ain't Natalia I'm not it's just this is a game mm-mm Mm-mm. So it's being reported by Fightful that um, Triple H and a, and a couple other people, Shawn Michaels being one of them, are reaching out to several different people that were formerly on NXT to come back to the company. We're going to talk about one of them, so I'm going to leave him out of the report right now. But uh, Gargano uh, was revealed to be one of these talents, and, and Fightful uh, revealed that you know Shawn Michaels was put in charge of reaching out to Gargano and the decision was made after the management changes that happened after Vince McMahon left WWE. Of course, Gargano left NXT last December and let his contract run out. And Candice LeRae, I think, is still under contract. If I want to, if I want to, um, if if I'm to be believed, that she's actually still getting paid. <laughs> still getting paid. N- nah, I think I thought she was transferred. Yeah, I think yeah. she. 
I think her thing expired too. Like I think she was transferred to the alumni page. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So the, these, I, I'll say this right now. Johnny Gargano is the smartest guy that has done this. Right. He let the contract run out. He didn't say nothing. He didn't get rat- rattled by anything. He even would address rumors openly, like "This is not me. I'm not going to be. In, I'm like I'm only going to be in Chicago." For a couple seconds, I'm not going to be at this AEW show. Stop thinking it's me. I'm not going to be there. He's waited to see what the landscape is going to look like. And now the world is his oyster. His mans is running one part of the company. His other mans is running. His his dads are running the company now. He could go do that if he wanted to. Or he could go to AEW. What what do you guys think about Gargano's moves here? Very smart. Very smart for someone in his position, especially like coming off the heels of, you know, being NXT's like kind of lead for the past most of a dec- most of the decade. Like he he's he's playing smart. Like you said, seeing the landscape of not only like WWE but both companies and just other companies in general, seeing how they've either floundered or how they've just existed in this period. It's been, it's been smart. It's been smart and for him to be a, one of these names in this reports is really it's, it's interesting. He, he plays his cards right. Plays his cards right. I wish the best for him. I'm not even going to hold you guys. I am dying of heat in this damn room. But Johnny Gargano, I mean, I'm a... You know what? He, I feel like he originally was apprehensive, kind of like everyone else is, kind of similar to Adam Cole, where he thought, I guess, maybe he wasn't going to be used in a particular way or felt like he would be betrayed in a certain way that he didn't want to. Maybe he thought the idea of wrestling in WWE under the guise of Vince McMahon and however they were newly doing business was not appealing to him. So he just decided to take a step back and was like, okay, I'm just going to chill. I've saved enough money where I can chill and kind of like figure things out. Um, I don't know if I'd necessarily call it smart, but I definitely would say like it worked out for him in the long run, considering all of the events that happened. Why wouldn't, you, why wouldn't you call it smart? Because it's more of a coincidence. Like we didn't know that this Vince thing was going to happen and he's going to be ousted from the company. But I still think that even if the Vince thing didn't happen, I'd still say he had a, a, a clear path. He has a clearer path now, but he still had a clear path even even if. The, Vince was there. I don't know though. I, what, what would have been his role um, if Vince McMahon was there? You know what I'm saying? Like we'll never know, to be honest with you. But it seems like because of the two people that are in power, he was definitely going to have a much uh, a, a a much more worthwhile experience, possibly um, from people who generally know him and have worked with him in the past very very closely. I don't know if I'd say it was smart. I would just say it was just like you know great. Right place, right time. That's what I would say it was. I don't know if it was like calculator or anything. Like a lot of things happened in this situation and a lot of stuff occurred that we didn't really foresee happening. And now it makes him look, uh, now the situation is like umpteen times better for him coming back into the fold. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say. I would also say like events was, because it's not like in the past few months, uh, Vince has done a some somewhat okay job finding something for some for every finding something to do, like like Champa. You know he he's been under 
uh, Triple H's uh, regime, I guess, past two weeks now. But we still, Vince still had a hand in, you know, bringing him up, doing doing something with them, like with the Miz and 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 other people. Like he found something for Elias to do. He found something for Riddick Moss to do. So I feel like Johnny Gargano would have been another one. Something would have been done with him, especially with the pull he has, uh, the 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 relevance he has. I guess you can also say, and just the the uh, excitement of him coming back, something would have been for him. But I will say the uh, waiting it out for uh, for a new, like, a power dynamic, I guess, what was kind of a coincidence, but still, I, I would say it was smart to just let it just go with the flow. All right. One more thing here. There's been a lot of talk about Sasha Banks and Naomi returning. Yeah. Uh, there's been reports that talks have started back up between the two and that they could be either imminently coming back or that the conversation is happening or trending in the right way that they would come back. Uh, both Sasha and Naomi appeared at the C2E2 convention in Chicago last weekend. Of course, they had their their signing or, or whatnot. I'm pretty sure no one asked them, hey, are you coming back or anything like that? Or if they did, they probably played coy. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we've all seen the pictures from this uh, over the weekend. What say you? What say you two? Well, what what's the what's the idea here? I mean, they're they're bringing back the tag team, um, the women's tag team championships. They're not going to be on the, on these two women. Um, what what what's the odds? What are the odds? I'd say the odds are pretty strong that they were probably going to be back. To be honest with you, I couldn't see a reason why they wouldn't be back. And to be honest with you, I thought the odds are pretty strong even before the Vince thing happened. Yeah. Um, they have not been released from the company. Doesn't seem like they were uh they are still incredibly valuable and we've talked about this kind of like even we made the comparisons to the mustafa ali kind of like dilemma where he wanted his release and he was not granted his release as much as he wanted it and they still managed to find a way to work things out and bring him back i always felt like naomi and sasha would have done that as well it would have been a real to me a fumbling of whatever circumstances by one side and or another side if that didn't happen um but I always felt like they were coming back, and I could see, especially with this new regime, to me, that the the inclusion of like Dakota Kai and Io Shirai is definitely a carrot, like dangling in front of their face for someone new to work with, and how to present the women's tag team um, if they're going to be in this role. So, uh, I'm 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 for it. I think it's gonna happen. If I had to put a date by it, I would say after a clash at the castle. To be honest with you, right. What's up, you? Uh, I know this is your this your gang, right? Yeah. What's up? <laughs> That's my hood. Yeah, yeah. It was it was never a matter of if for me. It was just when. But I will say that night, you know, Rad said that one tweet. My 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 heart sunk, but but I was kind of calmed. I was just I was just I was just letting it go. And as the few weeks have gone and how new information comes out, I'm like, okay, it's just it's just a question of when. And then in the like, I think a couple days ago. I think y'all said in the Discord, someone had brought up that qualms were kind of solved like a week or so after the incident. So it was like, okay, we, it's just, it's, it's just waiting out for when they want to bring them back or what they have them do coming back. Cause like, like you said, Mills, with the whole tag team tournament coming up, there's something easy they can throw them into if, you know, a certain color is willing to, you know, go with that, go with the flow of all of that. And it's just a matter of, of what what the writing on the wall is for them going forward when they come back and the reactions and all that jazz, the conversations held around it, all that. We're just waiting for that. 
Yeah, I, I it's gonna be interesting. I mean, obviously fans are gonna are gonna are gonna love it. I'm just wondering what the locker room would think about it, you know? Sure. Um I'm wondering what that conversation looks like. I know a lot of people um with more extreme opinions about this would be like, well, they should be glad they're back. But I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like I feel like I feel like a lot of people would be pretty upset with what they did. I bet someone like Shots is gonna be like, What? <laughs> I'm I'm back to what? Like like some someone like like something I will give a lot of people, you know, on the opposite opposing side, them being gone gave a lot of time to that thin SmackDown roster. Like we we able to got to see like from the likes of Shotzi, from the likes of Aaliyah, like something like that. And for them to come in and because they will take up majority time, they will take up a lot of stories. So as we all expect. So it's just a matter of, yeah, how they feel and how they all react. But. We'll, we'll we'll find out or we'll we'll see yeah absolutely yeah. um let's get into the shows mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. first full week uncumbered by any type of drama or controversy for triple h this week uh smackdown it was does it feel different do these shows feel different to you too i need maybe another week like it feels Something we brought up earlier, the, the 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 shows flow very well. Something I will definitely say is different is these match times, which I am iffy about because I'm cool with, you know, longer matches, but uh, a match on this show, I love Corbin, but Ricochet and Corbin does not need to go to commercial breaks. Yeah, that was... That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, some of these, some of these, I'm like, Vince maybe had a point with, with some of this because I don't need these long, I don't, I don't need three commercial breaks for some of these people like come on now let's let's get in and out it's tv to your, right? to your point right mm-hmm. i think a lot of people that people say can't go was because they were told not to go you know what i mean like mm-hmm. a lot of people say well, well corbin can't go and it's not like you're saying the match was bad right the right, match was actually right. really good right but right. it was like we're so used to seeing things like it's very quick and it's going to be interesting to, to see because it's like that on raw too the, yes. the Finn and Ray match was about three, four commercial breaks. Like it went yeah. a really long time, but it it was between two people we knew could go. And mm-hmm. this match was a surprise because it was like, oh, okay, Triple H is gonna he's actually gonna give Ricochet some time to come back and get the fans behind him, and yeah. that's what, that's what worked for me. And I, and I thought it was good that he that he's again rehabbing Ricochet. If this was the last regime, Ricochet would have lost to Gunther, and he would have been off TV for a couple weeks. You know what I'm saying? But they kept on TV. Yeah, so that's something I will give Triple H's new, you know, regime. That's something he he's giving a lot of people time that probably on the Vince they probably would wouldn't even sniffed. So that's something I'll definitely give him. Yeah. I mean, I loved it. So <laughs> that's my guy. Um, you see this? Well, <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. I ain't no more. Compromise. <laughs> That's my guy. What is it? You have a guy. I have a guy. If you go to if you go to AEW, what you doing? I watch him on AEW. No. <laughs> you see that? You see this? <laughs> I watch him oh, on AEW. No. I support my guy. Um, Ricochet gonna sound like Athena on AEW if he goes. Continue. Oh wow. Yeah, he's gonna start speaking like. That. See how niggas be green. <laughs> um. Let's see. What else happened on SmackDown? They booed Liv. How do you guys feel about that? Oof. Not booed. Not booed, but like uh, 
Rhonda had to have opened up a crystals or or a checker somewhere in South Carolina because the way they were going up for her and not for Liv to me was very very strange and it was very also very very um Liv was moving off the cuff and I don't know if that was the right response that she should have led with but yeah. how do you feel about that uh, situation? You definitely need to script Liv, I think. <laughs> yeah. Cause, Cause, her just trying to do this uh, baby face, like I'm a still, I'm a fighter. Watch me promo against people actively booing you, having good points. I was like, you need to, you need you. They need to have something for her better to do. Cause she, she looked flustered up there, and I felt bad just watching. It. And it, it's just like, oof, I don't know what you do. But you, you run that risk, right? When you, when you book her the way that they booked her at SummerSlam, which I get it. You booked yourself into a corner. Mm-hmm. Um, you you could not make Ronda look weak in any way, shape, or form at all, yeah, and right. you couldn't and you couldn't exactly have Liv lose the belt in two weeks. Yeah. So, it you know because this ain't the Attitude Era anymore. So again, they're running the risk. I'm I'm interested in seeing how they write themselves out of this without turning Liv heel because they they literally cannot do that. But you have to make her look strong. You have to let her get a definitive win against somebody that's a, that's a big time star, um, without any without any fuckery. And they have to do that soon. I think that this is to be expected, I think, because you have to get, you, you know, that's the way that they booked her. People are not going to like that. Some people are going to like that. And that's also like a, that's that's just the, the rules that come with it. But it, it's all in terms of like how they follow up on this. I, I think they have something with Liv. They should not give up on her. Um, I, I But I do think that they need to give her something stronger than what they gave her on Friday. Yeah, she needs she needs to come more come come with a more a different approach to this character. If she plans if they plan to to keep her like this, there has to be some sort of more intention and just more the kind of more fuel to it because it's it's getting quickly paint by the numbers, babyface right right now. But something I will say with your point with her fighting more established stars, but something I will also be like this is a good roster for her as champion because I feel like a lot of that mm-hmm. roster is fairly like new fresh people and I feel like someone like her to be that like focal point for them is good because I feel like she drowns in a roster like Raw with with what Raw got but in SmackDown I feel like she very much stands out as the champion so speed. yeah it's, it's, it'll be good for her. that's what she needs to rack up wins against those people like uh, like uh, I don't want more Natalia, but people like Natalia, you know, get a good win on someone like Raquel. She she needs more of that, definitely. Uh, what, what do you think, Mills? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. They got her interest in it. I'm, I'm literally like, I don't think they're going to turn her heel in any instant of the word, but I do think they've definitely put her in it uh, once you, like you said, a compromising position of like, how necessarily do we come back from this? And I think, I mean, she, she had a promo all after the fact, I think it was on talking smack or whatever the hell they call that show afterwards. That was pretty mm-hmm. decent. I was like, yeah, but you could have did that in the ring to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, It'll be interesting to see kind of where this goes from here. I like the direction now of her first opponent at Clash of the Castle being Shayna Baszler. I think once you rehab Shayna Baszler, pair her with Ronda Rousey, you got something that's kind of magic there. Um, And I think it's something very... Liv can overcome this. And 
look better and it's it's kind of like ronda but not really ronda um but you have the opportunity to say like okay how do we how does live grow from here so i'm not mad at the direction they've gone um i don't think it's bad she's gonna get booed people love ronda it's a face versus face feud um i don't think south greenville south carolina you know is going to course correct anything that happens in this yeah, let, let's not give them too much like people are giving them way too much stock let's not give them that much stock she's still very popular <laughs> right, right. Like, yeah people was like this crowd oh they changed their lip i was like stop i'm on i'm on twitter y'all they still love her like like let's 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 kind of this is the one crowd thing to me yeah 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 it's, it's a strangely smart crowd by the way that week <laughs> it was like, i have no clue why they were like that um that night in particular um shisuke nakamura a collision course with Gunther. Their first match is this Friday on on SmackDown. Um, the thing's been built long enough. I thought the match between Ludwig and and, and Shinsuke was actually really good on 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 uh, SmackDown. I was like, I I would this ain't it. This ain't the match. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ludwig's been showing out. That that's that's a that's a good hand. That's a good hand for it, especially in Gunther's position. That's a good hand. Um, the main part of this show for the night was the gauntlet match that was going to determine the uh the contender for Liv's title at Clash at the Castle in September. Um this was the Raquel match through and through. They they see something in her. It's not time yet, but this is clearly the position that they want her to be in and they wanted to make her look strong. What say you guys? Uh look, I I like Raquel. She's one of those she can go in the ring. She's very I like her matches. She's she she knows what she's doing. Up she she knows how to play her role well. It's just her presentation. It's the cheese, and she's still flexing on the main roster. I'm like I'm gonna need if they really want to put their chips behind her. I'm gonna need more from her personality and character wise, and also if that character wise reflects in the ring. Because like I said, she can go. She's she's she knows what she's doing. She's very aware. But I I need more. I I need more from her from a character point of view yeah she's she she doesn't really have a lot going for her to be honest with you and i don't really see anything long term she kind of reminds me of just i said it on twitter like they really like packagers just like rocky mavia and then like shout out to Sekai greg who literally put it together like rocky raquel mavia but that's kind of how she's like been to me like she is there's no there's nothing beneath the surface I mean, and she faced Ronda and then lost like in the second week. So, like, what are we really like going for here? I don't really see. I, I could see them moving forward or something, but she's gonna have to turn heel. That's really kind of how it's gonna have to go. Um, Lacey isn't on the show, thankfully. Thank so, you. if they need another big heel on the show, I would go with Raquel Gonzalez or Raquel Rodriguez. See, I don't even remember her last name. So it's like, uh, it's kind of what's the point anymore? It's kind of odd that the some of the Vince projects like Lacey. I would have to assume Veer was one of them are not on yeah. these shows and they've, they pretty much disappeared off TV with no, she wasn't even in the gauntlet, but it was all triple H projects and Natty uh, that were in that, right. that match. Very interesting. The way that right. they're being positioned right now. They like, they pretty much just said, fuck this weird heel turn. Aaliyah's going to do something else now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, so we get down to Raquel in the final match. Uh, against Shayna Baszler, and I thought I thought Shayna did well, and Shayna ends up winning uh, the match, and we got uh, we we pretty much we we got Liv versus uh, Shayna Baszler at Clash of the Castle. I would not have expected this a month ago, but but here we are. 
I feel like if you know this, this match going forward, I feel like we potentially run the risk of a similar like Shayna Dakota esque feud. I feel like if if they going forward with this, I I, w- I would want to see something different from from a uh, Shayna in this type of situation being you know person that breaks girls down, you know, makes them cry, things like that. I feel like with especially with Triple H at the reins again, it's like. I feel I a part of me feels like that's a direction, especially with Liv's character at the moment. So I I just hope I uh, I just hope it's different going forward. I, I hope we get something new out of both of these both of these women, especially especially Shayna. We haven't had much character personality of her outside of the short stint with Ronda during their during her and Natalia's feud, and even before that, it's been kind of silent since. So yeah. yeah. She she's got it, but they keep putting her. They keep putting live against real shooters in her right. <laughs> like, come on, it's it's. It, you can only do so much. You can only do the Shayna got her in the care of shooter and she pins by just rolling backwards. You can only do that so much. And I I I've, a part of me feels like that's what it's gonna come to. Yeah, you you need to give Liv a definitive win, and I feel as though doing Shayna and Ronda first is. It's crazy, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, again, you you have the you, you have that that look with Shayna, but you also have the idea that like Ronda is also her friend. They could they could play into that. I feel like with Triple H at the helm, he probably will want to play into that. He loves his MMA characters, and yeah. it, and we see we see that going into. Before I get to the the main event segment, the New Day and the Vikings, please get them away from each other, please. I'm done. Uh- New New Day fuse be going a little bit too long this year. And they and they're on they're they're on Friday every week too. That's why I'm like, dang, we, we gotta do this again. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, there's been a lot of things that have not shaken out the the right way for them. That's Biggie comes yeah. back, gets injured immediately. Uh I believe one of them got hurt again. I think it was it was it Kofi or oh, like no. one of them got hurt. I feel like um Xavier might be off doing other stuff like uh like promotional stuff for G four and stuff. That's why he's not on TV. And he now there's someone's feud and no one's gonna win. Mm-hmm. Um but the, the show ends with Roman Reigns addressing Drew McIntyre. Uh Drew gets out within two seconds of his promo. Yeah. <laughs> you you hear a familiar song carrying across its theme. You see Scarlet, she's back. And you see Karrion Cross attacking Drew McIntyre. Um, attacks him, points to Roman Reigns. The cl- the, the hourglass goes in the ring. TikTok, Roman's like, what the fuck does this mean? I don't want you to see. Uh, <laughs> you telling me the time I got to watch. What, what are we doing here? Uh, and this caused so much panic, so much concern, so much crying, so much... Jesus Christ! Even me in the Discord, I'm like, bro, can y'all just can we just stop talking about it? <laughs> like, I was watching that Discord, but I was like, hmm, y'all mad? Anyways, I'm a fallen prey. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I look, I Carrion for me, I I loved his. I'm I don't ask for much. Uh, like his presentation was, I kill people, and I was like, I agree. Like, before, <laughs> and, then, and then he got injured, and I was like, oh, and he came back, and I felt like he was still the same until. Uh, it, I think Cyrus brought it up in the Discord. I was like, until he until he went to the tighter picture again, I was like, Aww. yeah. Um, that, yeah. That's when the wheels started just getting worse and worse. And then Raw, it got worse and worse. They were booing him out when he lost the NXT title. Like it, it was bad for him. But 
I still I but like I said, his early presentation, I was like, this this is a guy. I'm entertained. I'm entertained. And now he's back in the same presentation with the same song. I was like, oh yeah, I'm tapped in. And he's like, got Scarlet. I, I think a lot of what had to do with why it didn't work the first time was that his presentation was completely fucked with. Yeah. And even if he wasn't the 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 best between the ring like the thing is the thing about it is that he was actually pretty fine and serviceable if you looked at it from the lens of when he first got to nxt i thought that at the time this is like you know obviously COVID had already started but it's like nxt needed less long matches and i said and i said if carrion can give you 15 minutes and it'd be really good and it shows something really cool that's fine he was working with people that were smaller than him Obviously, they're going to be bigger than him. Like Drew is bigger than Karrion Cross. Let's just be clear. Like, like, <laughs> like he was, was, man. He was trying to hit him with that back up. I was like, don't wait for him to stand up. You're gonna look crazy. Just yeah, just get him on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I was like, but, but, and if your presentation looks well, it didn't seem that way on SmackDown. And I feel like a lot of this is on Triple H to redo this, start from scratch, and re, kind of do it over and do it the right way. And I think that he comes up with a leather jacket that's already like if he is just leather jacket guy that beats people up, that's that is need. that's fine. There aren't like show us what you got. You know what I mean? Like him working with Drew or Roman, those are two guys that at the end of the day, uh, you know what I mean? They could really do good good matches. I'm not too I'm not sold on it being a triple threat. I don't think this is leading that. There's no way that they build up that drew stuff for that long for it to be that way but if you look at what triple h is trying to do in bolstering the roster look at smackdown's roster they need they need, they need someone in that position and people brought up gunther i was like gunther is occupied he's 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 clearly they they need someone like carrier right now and yeah and, and the thing and the thing is like you bring up gunther and people i think they, they there was a report that said carrion is like the number two heel yeah. on, on raw it's like yeah because who yeah. the fuck is Drew gonna fight if he loses the Roman? Or who the fuck is like, <laughs> yeah. like, like stop? Like who who who's on right? Like who's on fight Drew? You're you're not you're not bringing over any. No one's on that roster. He's not gonna fight what the Raiders in a two. No, he's not. Like you got you gotta you gotta bring in someone. And he's and Carrion's a fine hand. He's a fine number two. It's, it'll probably be what two matches at most. Keep it if moving they, if they get there. Because my my thing that I'm interested in is that. Is is he just remaining on SmackDown, or could he go to could he go somewhere else? Is that an official SmackDown? I don't know if I saw him on the roster page on SmackDown. Let me let me check if he's actually on the roster page on SmackDown. Like, have they have they hard committed to um to carrying Cross on SmackDown? Let's see. But I mean, like at, at the end of the day, it's like that roster needed something, and. Hopefully he can, you know what I'm saying, he'll provide an upper mid card, you know what I'm saying, somebody that's kind of on the cusp but not quite there yet. And the, and they and they can do that for 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 Drew at least. There's no clue he's not he's not on any roster page right now. Mm. He's not on he's not on the SmackDown roster page. So I'm like, is he just on SmackDown? Is he on Raw? Can he go anywhere? He's not officially signed anywhere, he just popped up. You know what I mean? Just, same with someone else we're gonna talk about on Raw uh this week. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I get the I get the upset, uh, you know, people that, that are upset, not not that upset about it. But like I get that people are upset. I get that there there could have been other options that I, I don't know who I, I no one's been able to tell me yet. Uh, Brian, no one's been able to. I've been asking who who else? 
I've been looking. I've been like, I'm waiting for a name. Cause who, like you said, who, who, Drew is not fighting Ricochet for his first title defense. Stop. Cut it out. Yeah. Ooh. Exactly. Ooh. <laughs> who, who was, they said, well, call up Braun Breaker. Like that, that's not. Stop. <laughs> no. Who, and, and then, I'm, you know, I like him, but, but the streets clearly don't want Corbin back in a Drew feud right now. Like, stop. Like, like they got, they got to shake something. They got to shake something. Yeah, something has to happen at least before the draft that makes it. And then you have to you have to have that doubt, I believe. I know Theory isn't around right now. I think he has some family issues. So he's actually been on TV for two weeks at this point. Uh well, SmackDown has an error, but I don't think he's gonna be on that either. But um, you know, you, there 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 has to be a level of 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 you know, can Drew do it at Clash of the Castle? Will he be cashed in on? Will carry and play spoiler? What will be the idea? And I like that we don't know. And I think that for Friday, it was a cool angle to end the show. It had us saying, what the fuck? But most of all, Bright, it had us saying, yo, I'm going I'm to watch this next week. And I think, I think it succeeded. That, that's, all, that's all these questions. That's all these shows need to do. Yeah. That's all. Um, but yeah, I thought it was, a, it was a solid SmackDown. But let's get to let's get the Monday Night Raw from, uh, from this week. D- did it feel like three hours to you? No, like, like, well, only because the matches was long. Uh, it, it was around ten o'clock. I was like, "Damn, we still got an hour left." But it, like, <laughs> it wasn't like a, it wasn't like the typical like, "Dang, I still got to get through." It was like, "Hmm, we still got more cards." I was like, "Okay," so it 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 hasn't. But like I said, these matches, please cut these matches. Just because you got three hours does not mean use them. Please, please. <laughs> Uh, this was a show that was bookended by a, a lot of stuff. I felt like a lot of stuff happened. A lot of really cool stuff w- was going on. You open up with uh, Bailey and her crew. Um, Bailey, <laughs> big blood Bailey, big bloody Bailey out there. Oh, Look like a blood cell. Like okay, I agree. Yeah, uh, and and she meets up uh, and her team basically faces off against Bianca, Oscar, and Alexa. I don't know what their name could be. Um, and they agreed to have a match at Clash of the Castle, a six-woman tag match, which I did not think was going to happen. I was just like, I was pretty sure, like, oh, you got Bianca, you have her defend in, 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 uh, you know, overseas. But I, I, I get the vision. You don't want to give away the Bailey match yet. So there it is. I feel like you. Sh- I feel like the Bailey match should have. Is there? It's a stadium in the UK. I, I, something about me. I don't care for non-title matches, especially when the title, especially when the champion is involved. Something like this, I'm like, ugh. Like, I, I would have really been intrigued. I but- get it, but then you got to, you, you don't want to, I, I think they're trying so hard to not book themselves into a corner right now like the other regime did, where if you, if you do this match, do you really want to beat Bailey for the first time after her being gone for a year and it's her first match? They're saving her first match for a reason. You're right. But I, I just think... You don't have to beat her. You can, even though we don't like the, you know, the shenanigans finish finishes. I feel like that as something that would have been that that would have been service serviceable for that show, especially because I feel as though Bailey has like as a character has you know a stance. Like, hey, I had a title match with you, but it was cut last year. Like, I have, I have something to stand. She has something to stand on. Uh, I just, but, but it's Bailey, like not like Brock. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, oh shit, Bianca might be, she might be in trouble. With that, I'm gonna be like, there has to be a lot of shenanigans for Bailey to even win, which I think would make her look even worse. You know? Yeah. Especially with her first match back. So you have this, you have this six woman tag that's happening. Um, but you also had the first round of the women's tag team title 
uh, tournament where Dakota Kai and Io Shirai had a banger against Tamina. <laughs> I'm I'm I haven't enjoyed a Tamina match since that Bailey match at Money in Bank two years ago. That I was like they asked Tamina to work and she's working. She put the Newports down <laughs> and got to work. Okay, her and Io, I need that one on one. I need that. She put the knees in place. She said, "Let me, let me put the good knees on today." And she got the work. She got the work. I was yeah. shocked. She went crazy. And listen, like they held it down. Of course, Io and Dakota advanced to the next round. Um, what else happened on the show? You had uh, the Street Profits against Seth Rollins. You had uh, Dawkins against Rollins. What do you think about the potential? Of, are, are they are they leaning into the split thing a little too much, or, or is this is just something they're getting through until they get to the next match? I hope this is something they're getting through. I, I, these two don't need to split to me. Uh, it's nothing. It could benefit. It could benefit either or, especially right now. Especially in the past, we've seen you know the what everyone says. Oh, Montez, the future dude starting to make it, and then no one mentions Dawkins. But last night definitely proved that Dawkins is good on his own too. So I feel as though with these two in a good place, neither of them are floundering by themselves. Neither of them are well, neither of them would flounder separately. So I don't think it's nothing being leaned into, especially because they're not doing they're not doing nothing explicit. Like nothing's like like they're not looking at each other weird or something like that. Like the obvious things we've seen. So I, I think we're just we're just getting through the motions right now to the next thing with these two. Yeah. Um it was a good match, man. Like, I, I can't even hate on it. Seth can have a good match with anyone. I'm just looking for Seth to actually have some direction. I don't know why they've kept Riddle off TV for so long. He's coming back next week for an exclusive interview. I'm sure they're going to set up the Clash at the Castle uh, match. My thing is this, is that with all these people coming in, I need Riddle to have some direction too, outside of Randy. And these are two guys that are kind of in purgatory. Seth obviously waiting for Cody. Riddle obviously waiting to see what's happening with Randy. What 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 are you seeing here between these two? Uh, especially with this new regime, especially what you said, uh, Riddle needs something outside of Randy. I feel as though Vince was definitely some, someone keeping that relationship alive. I feel as though Trip has has he he. I feel like he'll have something because, like you said earlier, he loves his MMA guys. He loves especially the ones he's worked with, and Riddle is one of one of those. He'll have something for them coming in hot. As we saw at SummerSlam, I feel as though with these two. It's just going to be smoke until Clash. I feel as though they get the match at Clash. Um, uh, it's just a matter of what's said in between, the promos in between, what the actions. It's a matter of how we get there. Uh, yeah. Nothing more than smoke. That's all That's all, That's all. all I ask. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I, I definitely agree. Um, one of the another, – another big kind of angle that, that happened on uh, – Raw this week was the Judgment Day, Edge, and Rey Mysterio. Now, I gotta say, I'm a big fan of the fact that they're course they've course corrected this to a point where everything makes sense now. I'm so glad about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you have Edge obviously made a mistake last week, mm-hmm. goes up to Ray. Dom's still chafed about it. They're trying to give Dom something to do. I don't think he's still the best on the mic, but I get the I get the <laughs> not the best on anything. I, I but I get the character. They're trying to give him some character. 
Right. I saw somebody say that Ray needs a better son, and I said, "Wow, wow." I, <laughs> I Dom just needs to do something besides be his father's move set. Um, he's he's and just some. I don't know. I Dom is just. He's just there to me. I I get thoroughly upset when he pops up on my team screen sometimes because I just like, oh, here we go. <laughs> but in this story, I think he has the potential to break away from that, and I'm hoping that's what happens. Uh, this led to Finn Balor versus Rey Mysterio, mm-hmm. which I one of one of my favorite TV matches of this year, man. It, it was really really good. I, I thought it was it was a it was a bang. it was better than the first match to me. Yeah. Finn, Finn and tights is going off. I, like, I'm sorry. Like, and no people don't like the tights. He's been snapping since. He's been snapping <laughs> since he put them sleeves on. Like, he's put them sleeves, the purple sleeves, and them, and them tights on. He's been going off. Like, it, it was a fun. It was a fun match. And then the end, towards the end, with Rhea coming out, was really interesting. Like, I something something about Judges Day I love so much is that Rhea does so much. As like the woman of, we especially seen a lot of groups involving women, uh, just like as a just as a solo member, they they they're usually just either the talking piece or they stand to the side. Rhea, she's the is, key. She she is the one. She brought that dude out holding him. I was like, oh yeah, maybe he doesn't need a new son because you get yeah. him all in the back like this. Dom was bleeding. I said, okay. <laughs> the group the group flounders without her, yes. and they floundered without her. When she was gone, she is kind of the heart and soul of that group. But yeah, she's she's definitely the one that is like, yo, she's the one to look for. I look forward to her. Even when she was wasn't out there, I was like, she must be doing something devious. Right. <laughs> and, right. She, and, she, and she did. Um, Finn Balor gets the win on Rey Mysterio. Um, Edge, of course, drew uh, Damian right. away so that he could so that so that um, basically he couldn't be helping out Ray. So he wasn't helping out Ray's eye wasn't on the prize, and and Ray ends, ends up losing the match. Yeah. I, I dug it, man. I really dug that that whole thing. Um, Champa versus Bobby Lashley. This is this is this is, this is that's a good match. That's that's a good match between two balds. Like they they <laughs> they, they, they ate. Like I I've I've never been the biggest fan of Champa, even NXT. Like um his character, I'm a character guy. Like and I love I love how like hard his character. Do you like his character now? Yeah. Um, I won't say I don't like it, but I won't say like you know it's my favorite. Like I'm okay with it. It's 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 doing what it needs to do, especially as Miz's right hand. He's doing what he he's 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 floating. He's floating very well. He knows his role and he's playing to it, which I very much appreciate. As you know, someone I felt was just one of the wrestling guys. Um, but in this match, I loved his. I love the character work involved. Like he looked generally like sad and frustrated and everything. Mm-hmm. Bobby was just. Because Bobby is Bobby's a lot, and and that's that's that character. That's what that match proves. Even like the post match, like uh, Champa sitting on that sitting on that apron. Look, his face was priceless. He was just so like, oh my god, like he was in pain. Like like it's just stuff like that. It's the small stuff. Champa's good in this role, and this match was really good for not only Champa but for Bob. Chomp, Bobby was asked to do a lot in this match too. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll give Bobby's working. He's like and, and, and Triple H doing charts. I gotta do that. I bought, I bought every single near fall. I yes. love the Gargano escape from the Hurt Lock. Yes. Um, I loved Graves saying sometimes you got to do it yourself. What a callback! Obviously, they were in um Gargano's hometown this week or or home state this week. Oh, yeah. Oh. 
Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Talk about my guy. Talk about my guy again. Yeah. Man. He's, he's clocking in next week. Champa yeah. can go. Champa can go. All right. He can go, man. The the Willow's Bell near fall was crazy. I thought Excellent. that was it. He planted him. I was like, wait, wait, wait. I forgot who said it in Discord. <laughs> it was like, that used to have Gargano out for days. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was that was fun. Like every near fall. And Bobby's a good near fall too. That match kind of proved. We're gonna have to see more going forward. But he knew what he was doing. He had me feeding. He but it was like, it was yeah. a sneaky way that that they they made you believe that Champa could beat a guy that's two times bigger than him. Right. And that's the storytelling that matters to me where it's like, you might be a fan of Champa, but you might be wondering how the hell is this going to happen? And it showed you in that match, how the fuck that happened. And it was, it was amazing. And, and I thought it was, I, I had said that Ray and Finn was one of my favorite team matches. I thought this was better than that. <laughs> and it was so good. It was, it was really good. Um, one thing I forgot to mention, Kevin Owens basically sending Ezekiel to God. I was in the bathroom for this. I <laughs> was that short. <laughs> I heard, I heard Kevin's music play. I was like, dang, and then I came back. I, I forgot what I, I. It was on the segment that was after them. I was like, "Wait, Kevin happened?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, oh, oh, But I guess. Um, but but they played it back, and I was like, "Okay, this is this is good for Kevin. Some sort of direction, especially with the backstage segment. I'm glad they gave him that afterwards." Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and 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 again, Kevin Owens comes out for a promo. Uh, and he says, you know, this is still the Kevin Owens show. It seems to be like he's back to his old, his old self. Now, one thing with Triple H booking it, I don't want to just see the guys go back to who they used to be. I yeah. actually, I actually like character guy Kevin Owens. You know, yeah, yeah. Go, mm-hmm. Like, like fight Owens fight. I, I'm, I'm past that era. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see him do something different. We don't, we don't need to regress, especially with these people. We do not need to regress. With his with the the people who is his babies, Mm-mm, we don't need to go back. Nothing, nothing like that. Uh, then and I feel as though it's 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 not a big hint towards it because it's not like he wasn't you know beating people up like this. But I feel as though he needs more of that comedic aspect that you know Vince's the Vince's regime gave him. Uh, regressing is not the move for me. But it's only it was it was only this show, so I'm not gonna like hog on it a little too much. But yeah. I need more light detector. I mean, I, I still need him to be brutal, but still have a uh, the lie detector right. test, right? Lie, lie detector, Kevin. We need more. Yeah, we need more. Um. So there was speaking of Kale's uh, promo that he was doing that in the parking lot area where you notice if you're watching the show there was a car crashed in the back, and throughout the show during the backstage segments it would keep showing you this car that had crashed into the backstage area. You see Nikki and Dewdrop in front of it during KO's promo, and then later on, say what? Standing like NPCs. I saw Nikki Dewdrop. I was like, why did you just stand it there? (laughs) With a cape on, girl, move. And then later on in the in the show, you see the car being taken away by a tow truck, and people genuinely confused during Alexa Bliss, Oscar, and Bailey's group uh, their promo. And you see some, I I guess, security running out to the ring. I was like, what's this about? And they just moved on. I was like, okay. So you see that, and it leads into AJ versus The Miz, which in, in, a, in, a, in a spot of pretty good booking here was a match that spun off from AJ interrupting Miz during Champa's match and leading to this main event of the show, which was a notice yeah. qualification match between AJ and Miz. They was working, working. Look, and Miz, like how, how H asking Bobby a lot, H has also been asking Miz a lot. Miz been doing matches, matches. I'm still shocked at that triple threat from what, last week? 
with AJ and Ali. And then this match, I was like, Miz is being asked to do a lot. And and he's doing it. He can work. He can go. Don't play with Miz. Big Miz. So AJ wins this match. This seems to have wrapped up this feud, which is which is completely fine. Good. And as AJ celebrates, the camera keeps going towards the, the security guards arresting somebody in the background. And we can't quite see who he is. And he lifts his head up and it's Dexter Loomis, but they don't zoom in on it. In fact, oh. they, they, you, they don't even give you the second angle until this, the, the next morning about who it was. You hear Corey Graves say, was that Dexter Loomis? That was the part that confused me because I feel like they didn't want to acknowledge him. But then the announcement team like whispered, whispered about him. So I was like, so is he? Uh-huh. It but, but it was fun. Yeah, they, they they did this very it was what I loved, it was seamless throughout the whole show. Whole show. You're just wondering. And then it gets to that, and like you said, they don't show the second angle. That's that just showing him in the distance and then moving along with it. Oh yeah. I'm tapped in next week. That's all yeah. you gotta do. And when is the last time Raw ended without everything being kind of solved like this? Where it's like we we don't have a mystery. We don't know why Loomis was there, but we know Loomis is back. And why did he crash the car into into the into the into the building? Who was he looking for? What is right. he there for? We don't know. And again, and I said this with Karrion Cross as well. It's all about how you use them. And Loomis is not some guy that I see as like a world title favorite. No, never was. But no. if he's somebody that can move along a really cool story, and another thing is that if 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 rumors are true and Paul Heyman is back on creative, this is just the type of shit he would be doing. Yeah, this has fingerprints all over it. Yeah, and it's it's showing, it's showing. It's right, like you said. It's it it gets you wondering, it gets you thinking. All these questions. Uh, Loomis, he's a good he's a good man for this role. His character is good for this role because you just you just really don't know, and you're just sitting back. That's that's all. That's it. Yeah, I I'm wondering. Do you, do you think he's aiming for AJ? Um. I feel this this act is kind of going towards a general body type of thing. Like, I don't think he was aiming. F- we don't know. I feel like we don't know who his aim is yet. I feel like AJ is not the person. I feel as though this was a moment for him to be like, um, you see my face. And I think, like like we said, it just comes with the questions of who is he really? I really don't think AJ is the target. Right. But I feel as though... His his, this, his target was my presence to be felt. Right. That's what my theory is. Very, very, uh, very theatrical. Very, very, uh, very, very good writing, man. I, I got to say, I really enjoyed Raw this week. You're you're leaning on the women in terms of just like main event, big, big match, you know, big storyline. Bailey's all over this show. All over. The entire group. And, and it's, it's big. Yeah. They treat her like a big deal. They treat EO. Have you? Can you believe it? They treat EO like a big deal. I thought she was going home. I was told she was going home. What I happened? Thought, what happened? As, uh, no one. At, rumors. They said, well, they said, well, Triple H came back, duh. But I was like, no, 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 she talking, she talking at smack. She's doing, she's she's getting the pins. <laughs> she she's the one in two matches now, back to back. She's showing off, like she's getting smoke from Bianca. Like she wants it. Like yeah, Bianca, that, that's one thing I like. Bianca didn't look at Bailey. She said, "I want more smoke with you." Right. 
like it's sim- like mm. i dig it i dig it man but i i i pretty much i, I dug everything so it's week two of triple h i'm gonna wait and see on smackdown but i'm giving his i'm giving his monday night raw a thumbs up what do you think yeah, like, lipo on smackdown but raw yeah take that wheel take that wheel we, it's, it's up from here as long as you keep you know have us looking forward and uh having the stories kind of make sense i guess just, just kind of yeah. play out how how they should on a on a weekly you know tv show basis it's all it's all you got to do it's, absolutely all, do. all right so that was this week in wrestling uh meals had to step out sorry guys if you <laughs> i know you guys are like where the fuck did meals go he had to step out he had a he had an emergency um he's he's fine he's gonna be fine but he just had a, a i think it was a work emergency so he had to step out so me and me and uh Bri, we held it down for y'all this week so thank y'all yeah. for listening yeah yeah <laughs> And thank you, Brian Bosa, man. You, you, this is this was everything that I that I uh, had envisioned and more. Really, thank, thank you. So I was, I was, I was a little nervous because I've I've done a podcast, not a podcast, but I've, I've I've spoken. I'm a I'm an actor in the area. Like I I I'm not, I know how to like maneuver these type of things. But I was so like, hmm, let me see if I can just flow within the conversation. And I felt like I had my own. I was like, okay, the, the Bro, nerve kind of went away. But that you're my co-host, my co-host for the last forty minutes. Right. So. Right. I was like, wait a minute. I'm talking. Okay. You stepped up to the plate, man, and, and and we appreciate you. Thank you so much for being on the show. Um thank you all for listening to the A Show. Please make sure you subscribe to our YouTube and please make sure, hey man, drop the fire, man. You'll get you'll you'll get to see Bry in all of his, his fucking glory. All of it. You get the woogas. You get everything. Just join, join the community. This is a great community. Join us. Yeah. Oh man, you get to, you get to see everything on our Discord, and then you also get access to some of our co- content that's coming up. Uh, make sure you you check out our show from last week. The episode two hundred and fifty was definitely one of our one of my favorite shows of ours of all time. Um, and yeah, thank you guys. I, I believe for patrons, we're gonna have the uh, spot callers uh, poll up this Friday too. I'm working on that right now. So thank you guys for listening. For uh, for Bribosa for meals, I am J Five, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace. <laughs>